Are you in touch with your heart? You know, that sweet little you that's tuned into love? The one that made you fall in love with someone, even if it didn't make sense? The one that's carrying around grief from a year of pandemic isolation and lost loved ones? This chakra is worth pausing for. It's the gateway between your mind and emotions. It's the home of your breath and your heartbeat. Today, I'm inviting you into my donation-based Hatha Yoga online class and the opening chat for Anahata or heart chakra. Naturally, what followed this was a heart opener asana sequence. You're welcome to join the class anytime and access the previous and upcoming chakra classes and recordings through January 9th. Just visit jessgoulding.com store and choose the donation level that works for you. So now, if you're ready, Let's stop and get centered on Anahata. Welcome back to Hatha and this chakra series. We've reached the halfway point. We are now in the gateway between your upper energetic centers and the lower. This is the place of balance. Quick review, as always, foundation, muladhara, your root support. Then from the earth element, we move to the water as Swadhisthana, one's own abode, your emotional center and where your feelings bring you information. And we move up to third chakra, Manipura lustrous gem, this yellow gem, the fire transformation and manifestation in you where your will makes things happen in the world. And then we move up to the heart, because everything below it needs to be bathed in compassion and love. Today is about love. And everything above it needs to be drawn from love as well. So it's available in both directions equally. The, air, the element is air. So it houses, let's go through our little things, the anahata. Okay, so anahata is the word which means unstruck. And for years, I couldn't figure out what she meant by this or what that meant. It's not just Anadea didn't name these. These are long tradition of names. But unstruck, what does that mean? Well, it means that it's unharmable or it, it has no, uh, there's no damage that can be done. It's, it exists in a way that is indifferent to material things that happen in the world. Nothing will strike it. It is uh, pure. It is essence. So Anahata is the name. Uh, the color is green. I know we always do red and pink and things like that, but it's green. Um, the location is chest, right? There it is in your heart center, chest, heart, cardiac plexus. It is your social identity. And this is where you practice self-acceptance and acceptance of others. Right Here we have unconditional love. The demon is grief. So when we have loss, and we have all had loss, if you're lucky enough to have loved and lost, then you have had grief. This is the demon only if it creates patterning that prevents you from loving again in the future. So grief is part of life. So how we deal with it is what will manifest in our hearts. Right? So if you've in, endured trauma to heart, right, to relationships, to love, to seeing things that break your heart, but they're not spoken about 
or they're not felt fully through or they're not dealt with mentally, then they stay there like a thorn. And the practice of anahata is to pull those thorns out so that you can see them and then release them, thank them, let them move on. And it's okay to release grief. Sometimes we hold on to it because we feel we might be betraying someone that we've lost through death, like we'll forget them. This is not the case. The grief moves through you. The developmental stage is ages four to seven. So if you think of yourself and where you were, how life was, where you were living, who had the most impact on you, what was going on there, that would be ages four to seven, right? So I just kind of think, oh, it's about when my family moved to Oklahoma for three years. What did I do during that time? I spent a lot of time in the woods. I had these certain friends. You can kind of look back and think just what was going on as your heart was developing, as this chakra was opening up to love of all. Uh, this is your right to love and be loved. You simply have that right. The body parts, lungs, heart, pericardium, arms, and hands. There's minor heart chakras in your hands, right? This is where you handshake, high five, and hug, and they move through the arms. So we'll ignite both of those today. The malfunctions. So if you experience asthma, high blood pressure, heart disease, and lung disease or lung disease, then you get to consider what's going on in your heart for you. Might there be grief there that could be dealt with? Do you equally accept and pour out love into the world? Okay, so this is, we'll end in a meditation for that. So just let these things kind of percolate in your mind as you move through your practice. Let's sit together. Okay, sitting tall, take your fingers alongside you. Push into your fingers, rise high with your heart. Take a deep breath in. Fill up your inner body with the breath of life, breath of love. Then as you exhale, lovingly draw your low belly in, self-acceptance. Inhaling acceptance of others. Exhaling acceptance of self with that inner embrace. Balance your breath and mind on those two aspects of love. Whenever you're playing with mantra or thinking about intentions, it's good to notice how your mind and your body respond to the words you're offering it. It's entirely possible that self-acceptance feels rigid or you can't quite get there, but acceptance of others that mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically feels open or vice versa. Just notice if you have resistance, don't judge, simply notice because it's information. From Wheels of Life. In entering the fourth chakra, we transcend ego in order to loosen our self-defined boundaries and merge into the ecstasy of love. There is no greater way to invite love than to offer it first. Since it is something we all want and need, 
we gravitate towards those with whom we feel safe and appreciated. To offer that safety and acceptance to another invites the field of love to flourish. To offer loving energy, whether as verbal compliments, empathetic acknowledgments, or physical nurturing invites similar energy to be returned. Inhale as you accept and exhale as you embrace. Then stack your hands on your chest. Give little taps here. Like you might, like you might pat a four to seven year old you on the back, the back of the heart. Saying, I know, I know. And let the tapping settle so you're resting your hands quietly. Let's own one time together, inviting this vibration to move into our heart. And for this moment, we allow ourselves to open up to a little bit of releasing of grief, to acceptance of others, and acceptance of self. Take a deep breath in. Exhale all the way. Breathe into Om. There is so much you can do to access the energy of the chakras that's quick and easy. I encourage you to pop over to my Just G Yoga Instagram or Just G Yoga Facebook page and find examples of little things you can do right away to get you headed towards balance. If you'd like a printable PDF of each chakra and its corresponding name and function, visit justgoulding.com slash chakras podcast and download the Chakra Savvy Cheat Sheet. Before I let you go, there's one more thing to remind you of. And that's my upcoming collaboration with the fabulous Tejar Vin Foles for our solstice event on December 20th at 10 a.m. It's called Renew to Balance, the Synergy of Chakras and Planets. Get more information and register at justgoulding.com slash renew. Join me next week as we acknowledge the light of the season. And I'll take you through a holiday meditation you won't want to miss. Until then, this is Jess Goulding keeping you centered.